is a stunning new development. Major new developments in the Jussie Smollett investigation. Was it a hate crime or a hoax? Welcome everyone to Growth and Globes. This is the second episode and wow, it's Thursday. What a week it has already been. <sighs> Jesse Smollett. If you haven't been living under a rock, then you should know that this morning Jesse Smollett turned himself into Chicago PD and this whole thing, this attack, this, this, whole story has been found to be a hoax. A hoax created by Jesse Smollett himself. Now, I waited for a while to say what I had to say because, to me, I don't want to speak if I don't have enough evidence. And I didn't know what was going on. There were people that were saying that he was lying. There were people that were saying he was telling the truth. But again, I don't want to speak on something that I do not know. So therefore, I remain quiet <laughs> until this morning when I got the confirmation that he had turned himself in. And he was then released. Um, his bail was, I believe, $100,000. So he was released today now man this is this is really this is disgusting it makes my stomach turn I don't understand why anybody would make up something like this I don't understand why he would ruin his career um I don't understand why he would disgrace his family it's just all bad you know it's bad all around everybody that took up for him um people who don't even speak on the LGBTQIA um, issues spoke up. Steve Harvey, T.I. You know, there were just a lot of people who were speaking up because, you know, it's Jesse Smollett and what happened was abhorrent. It was horrible. It was disgusting. But now we're disgusted at him lying. So, here are the things that didn't really add up to people. Uh, why would you be going to Subway at 2 o'clock in the morning in the freezing cold in Chicago? Who goes to Subway? Who eats at Subway? Well, I don't know. I think Subway is a white people thing. Subway is so gross. It is absolutely disgusting. So, um, ah, I don't know. I, I, I chalked it up as, you know what? He likes Subway. So he went to Subway 2 o'clock in the morning. He was hungry. Had just gotten off of the plane. And, you know, he just got caught up in some shit. So... This morning, Superintendent Eddie Johnson announced that it was a hoax. And they said that the motive was for him to get paid more money as his character on Empire. Uh, so, these two Nigerian guys who 
were first persons of interest and then suspects. Their names are Abimbola and Olabinjo Asundero. Okay, they are both from Nigeria. They were promised $3,500 for this uh, quote-unquote attack. Uh, Jesse gave them $100 to buy a noose and instructed them not to bring their cell phones to the attack. Um, very strange. There was a threatening uh, ransom letter sent to Chicago Fox um, 5 News before this incident happened. And that didn't seem right because it was just very, I don't know, it was just strange. It just didn't look right, but okay, benefit of the doubt, right? So apparently when everything went down and people were really skeptical about it, they someone put out a story that Jesse was at a nightclub and was flirting with someone's boyfriend and they followed him home and beat him up. But that was refuted because Jesse had just gotten off of a plane. So him going to the club probably was not possible. Uh, you can see him walking back home with a noose around his neck. I don't know why any black person would keep a noose around their neck that was forcibly put there. He said he wanted, he didn't want to mess up the evidence. I think that's bullshit. Um, he waited 40 minutes later to call his manager, not even the police. He called his manager first and then he, um, called the police. Suspicious. Lee Daniels was the first person to post about the attack. He deleted it immediately. I don't know what that was about. I do remember seeing the video when he FaceTimed Jesse. It was very strange, and he deleted it. Taraji then posts about the attack and tells everybody to stream Jesse's music. What the fuck does that have to do with the attack? How is this going to help him find justice? I don't know if she ever deleted that either. Um, also, the cover art for the song that um, Taraji wanted us to stream was of either a man with a noose around his neck or there was a noose in the picture. So that was a little strange, too. Um, a lot of things didn't add up. But um, as far as we know, we know that it was a lie. He has not yet been convicted. Um, if he is convicted of falsifying a police report, he stands a chance of spending one to three years in prison. Um, and it's actually going to a grand jury. So um, he's, he's fucked. He's fucked. I don't know if he's going to be able to redeem himself. Um, Cheryl Lee was actually on the red carpet and was asked about this. She said that he, she doesn't want to throw him under the bus because when she didn't have any money for a, a fundraiser that she was doing, Jesse wrote the check. Great. I understand that, but this is dead wrong. She said it was a big mistake on his part. And it wasn't a mistake. He didn't do it by mistake. He did it on purpose. And I know that some people don't want to say, say this because they don't want to um, muddy the waters with Jesse. But Jesse is not that fucking powerful. I'm sorry. You can say what you want to say. This is ridiculous and he should be ashamed of himself. Secondly, she said that she thinks that he will be able to redeem himself because this is Hollywood. Ah, doesn't really go over well with gay people. Doesn't really go over well with black people. Now, um, I don't think, I'm not saying black people run Hollywood, but I know a lot of gay people in Hollywood. I know a, gay, a lot of gay, powerful people in Hollywood. Ah, they don't take a liking to this. So, um, I don't know if Jesse will be able to... 
redeem himself. I don't. How does Taraji feel about this? Someone who absolutely adores Jesse. How does Lee Daniels feel about this? Someone who is a gay man, a gay black man as well. Hmm. I don't know. It ain't looking good. Okay, it's just not looking good for him. I'm just thinking about Journey Smollett. And how she feels. And then, like, the statement that the family put out after the situation happened. You know, we were, everybody was on his side. Everybody was all for him. Most people, I'm sorry. Most majority of the people were all for him. Everybody and their mama was for Jesse Smollett. And he just, just a slap in the face. It is absolutely a slap in the face. And he should really, really be ashamed of himself. I don't know what's running through his mind right now. Um, I just think that he needs to get help coping with this. That's what I think. I really think he needs to get help coping with this. Um, in other news, wow. Strange things have happened. Very strange things have happened. Jordan Woods, who is Kylie Jenner's best friend, has been caught philandering with Tristan Thomas, who is Khloe Kardashian's baby daddy. You heard that right. Jordan Woods. Kylie Jenner's BFF since third grade has been caught philandering with trash Tristan Thompson. And um, this was a shocker. This came out Tuesday night and I could not believe. I could not believe. Like, really, no, I could not believe. I didn't believe this was true. So, um, fact of the matter is, apparently, Tristan... And Jordan were at a spot. There were a lot of people around, but apparently Tristan made everybody put their phones away. And there was a Hollywood Unlocked reporter there. Duh. Gotta know who you're around. Gotta know the people who are in the area who saw Jordan kissing and hugging Tristan Thompson. Went back to his house. I think we can assume that they did have sex with one another. She lied to Chloe. Said, you know what, Chloe? I just stayed there to make sure he didn't cheat. Lies. Because when the story broke, she had to call Chloe and tell Chloe the absolute truth. Also, I had to hurry up and get to Kylie's house to get her shit out of that guest house. Because that's where she lived at. So she's back with her mother. She did pack her shit up and leave hours after um, this broke. I don't understand why Tristan can't even speak English correctly. I just... He sounds like he belongs in the second grade. If you ever have heard him talk, like there's nothing remotely attractive about Tristan Thompson. And Chloe's choice in men doesn't move me. Lamar wasn't attractive either. Um, and neither is French Montana. None of the people that Chloe has decided to date have been attractive at all. So, here's the timeline. Chloe met Tristan at a Nico and Kevin Hart's wedding. At that time, Tristan's girlfriend, Jordan, was pregnant with their son. Jordan is a Nico's cousin. Now, this is Jordan, Tristan's baby's mother. Not Jordan, Kylie's BFF, okay? There are two different Jordans. Well, that's the night he met Chloe at the wedding, and I believe they started talking from there. He left Jordan and moved in with Chloe, 
and the rest is history. So the whole time he was with Chloe, he was cheating anyway. Chloe, um, you know, the big breaking news story a day before Chloe gave birth to True, that uh, Tristan was caught cheating with multiple women, not just one, multiple. So, you know, you have to be just a trash-ass nigga. You know what I mean? To cheat on someone when they're pregnant, number one. And to cheat on someone with multiple women when they're pregnant. And you know what? And didn't even really hide it well. Because the cameras caught him walking out of public places, not back doors, on the main streets with other girls. He'll get in his car. They'll wait a little bit. They'll get in their car and they will follow him. It's disgusting. Tristan should be ashamed of himself. But that's what happens when you're a trash ass man. And when you have a Pisces penis. Yes, Tristan is a Pisces. Everyone knows that Pisces men are not the best men. Sorry. Also, Tristan was spotted a few days before this situation with Jordan. He was spotted with two women on Valentine's Day. And Chloe was sitting there posting um, cryptic messages about being in love and all this shit. Like, girl. Here's the problem about people wanting to make things work for for their children. Let that shit go. The utmost disrespect Tristan showed Chloe while she was pregnant with their child. There is no getting that trust back. Chloe's a very forgiving person and she tries with people. And I would like for her to stop. I would like for her to stop doing that, especially with men. Now, I bet you she won't forgive Jordan. I bet you she won't forgive Jordan. She forgave Lamar. And she forgave Tristan, but I bet you she won't forgive Jordan. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Secondly, karma is indeed that bitch. Not a bitch, but that bitch. Because Chloe is known. Okay, Chloe, much like Kylie and much like, mm, (laughs) almost almost all of them, much like Kylie and much like Kim, Chloe is known for stealing men, though men cannot be stolen, they go where they want to go, I'm just saying, stealing men. She also dated French Montana, while apparently he was still messing with Trina, who was supposed to be her friend. We all know Kylie and Tyga's situation. Black China was Kim's best friend. I mean, not best friend. Black China was Kim's friend. She was dating Tyga, had a baby by him. And then Tyga started to date Kylie. Uh, Kim, sending new photos to Kanye when he was with Amber. Like, come on. All you need is what? Karma. Karma. It's coming. It's going to come back around. The first spout of karma, okay, that Chloe got was finding out well, the first spot of karma that Chloe got was the whole thing with Lamar. Okay? Because Chloe has done some foul shit before that. That was her first spot of karma that we saw. Second was this whole thing with Tristan when she found out about him um, before she gave birth. That was the French Montana karma. The second situation, this is the baby mama Jordan karma. So, but I still feel bad for Chloe because I just feel bad for any, any woman that does that. But you, 
that goes through that. But you just have to realize that um, when you do things like this, it just comes back to you. So you just have to be very careful of not hurting. You're intentionally, intentionally hurting other women because you're going to get it back tenfold. And it's not going to be pretty. So now we have Kim who unfollowed Jordan and Kylie who kicked her out. And Kylie, of course, is in limbo right now because Jordan is like her sister. So it's not as easy as we all think it is. Oh, your sister over everything. It's not that easy when this person was like your sister too. Secondly, uh, Kim and Malika are apparently going on a girl trip, probably taking Chloe somewhere so she can relax and unwind. Um, but it's like overkill because on Snapchat, she's doing this whole don't mess with my man thing. You're almost 40, Kim. It's time to stop the antics. We all know what happened to your sister. Just let it go. Just just stop the bullshit. You unfollowed the girl. If you want to talk about it in an interview, go to fuck ahead. But all that Snapchat stuff, like you're like 20 years old, just got to let it go. Stop it. Because now you're on the shade room and you look fucking stupid. You have three children. You're about to have a fourth one. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And you're married. Stop it. Um, I didn't think this was true. Like I said before, um, I thought it was a hoax. I didn't, um, I didn't see that. I didn't believe that it was true until Chloe commented under Hollywood Unlocked's Instagram because Hollywood Unlocked apparently is run by Jason from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, you know, messy, messy. Or he's like a like big writer there or something. And he said that, you know, one of his writers was there and they saw the whole thing. He made a video about it. And Chloe said something. She put the screaming emojis under the caption. Like she was agreeing. And then Larsa Pippen, who was Scottie Pippen's wife, who actually cheated on Scottie Pippen with Future multiple times, decided that she was going to chime in and say something as well. Malika also chimed in. Malika is also known for being a side chick as well. So, you know, all these people who are trying to be a moral compass and trying to act like they're, you know, never done anything wrong, their karma is coming too because actually the first guy that Malika was with that was actually seeing someone else was actually killed. This young man that she's with now is a rapper. I do not... YG, I believe his name is. I'm not really sure because I don't care that much. But um, apparently he's married or something. I don't know. Malika finds herself in, um, in herself in fucked up situations. And so does Larsa. Also, Larsa's supposed to be friends with Sierra, but she was fucking with Future. Like, it's just all fucked up. It's just a triangle, hexagon, parallelogram, all those, all those shapes full of shit. That's what it is. I do feel bad for Kylie, though. Like, for sure, for sure, feeling bad for Kylie. And... I just, I don't understand. I don't understand why Jordan would fumble the bag. And what I mean by that is I know that Jordan is well off. Um, Her mother is some type of entertainment, like a manager or something in Hollywood. And she's been doing that for years because there would be really not much of a way for Kylie and um, Jordan to cross paths if if she didn't have money. And y'all know what I mean. Come on now. You can't cross paths with a Kardashian or a Jenner. Even back then when they were younger because they had money. Okay? They, they've always been rich. Living in Calabasas, you have to have money. Um, There's no way that they would have crossed paths if Jordan didn't have 
money. And again, they've been friends since third grade. So that says a lot. And I also believe that Jordan is either a very close family friend or a cousin to the Smiths. So I'm not sure. I do not know. Um, but the problem is this. If it were not for Khloe Kardashian and her good American brand, which is her jean company. Um, I'll say clothing company now because there's more clothing pieces than jeans. Um, she actually dedicated a whole page on her website to Jordan, and that actually started Jordan's modeling career, which is, you know, modeling is a very lucrative career. And Jordan's lost weight, she's looking good, she's got her teeth fixed, and she's just glowing up and looking, like, absolutely beautiful. And hanging out with the Kardashians, what makes her even more famous. And being Kylie's best friend, what makes her even more famous. And then collaborating with Kylie with the um, lip kit, which makes her even more money. Why would you screw that up? Over any man, number one. But Tristan? Why would you do that? You were better off sleeping with Tyga. Ew, that's disgusting. I can't believe I just said that. But it's true. It is very, 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 very true could have slept with Rob. Why didn't you sleep with Rob? That would have been okay. Malika slept with Rob. You should have slept with Rob. Oh my God. Way to fumble the bag. I think that's what bothers me the most. And I know that sounds really bad because I'm usually a person that's about morals. You don't do that to your friends and yada, yada, yada. And I completely understand that. And I'm on that side as well. But the fact of the matter is that right now, people, we need to mourn the loss of millions of dollars for Jordan Woods because millions of dollars have been lost. All of their fans hate you. They're never going to buy anything from you. I think that Kylie is putting all of the collaboration um, products that they had. I think she's putting them on sale so she can get rid of them. Like girl, you got nothing. You could have, first of all, I know you like living with your best friend girl and you was in the guest house girl. I'm sure you got enough money to get a nice little crib at this point. I'm sure you do. Or a condo or something. But you were living with Kylie, and I guess that's good. It's all good. But now you got to get out. Now you back with your mama. Because you done fucked up over some penis. You let a penis penetrate your friendship. A penis. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. I'm be- like, I'm in mourning. For the money that Jordan Woods was going to make. And that sounds so bad. I know it sounds bad, but it is what it is. It is what it is. I can't help it. And you know those Kardashians stick together, girl. So you, Jesus be a fence. You are locked out for, for good. Unless. Unless you, you apologize profusely. Because the fact of the matter is this. This is the problem. This is the problem. Tristan is always going to be in Chloe's life because they have a baby together. You, Jordan, you're stupid. You could have messed with anybody else. You probably could have messed with Lamar and possibly got away with it. But Tristan, the one that she has a child by, and that baby is not, I don't even think she's one year old. She's not one year old yet. She's not even one. Tristan is always going to be in her life, right? So somebody's got to go. It can't be Tristan because it's impossible for Tristan not to be in Chloe's life. So you are the you have to go. You are the collateral damage. And then you lied to Chloe. 
You lied and said that you went to his house to make sure he didn't cheat. What the hell kind of shit is that? That's not your job. And she probably believed you because she never, she would never believe that you would do anything like that. I, I don't know. New season of the Kardashians coming in up. Sorry, I can't even talk. Coming in up. Coming up in March. So, this will not be on the show, people. I don't want you to think this is going to be on the show. This is not going to be on the show because the show is actually done being taped at this point. Unless. Unless. Oh, the devil works hard, but Christianer works harder. Unless they decide to tape all this shit. And put it in the last episode or the middle or... Or whatever, of keeping up with the Kardashian season, probably season 12. I think this is season 12 or season 13. What a ride, Kardashians. I'll give it to them. There are some smart women. They are very, very smart. Absolutely very smart. Chris is very, very smart. Listen, if I didn't have any talents, if I couldn't sing, if I couldn't dance, if I couldn't write, if I couldn't do anything in my life, I would then become a bad bitch. And I and Chris Jenner would be my manager because what what's the what is the other option? Okay? You you hire Chris Jenner and then from there you build an empire, an empire of being a bad bitch. Because to be honest with you, that's really what the Kardashians are. This is why people like them. They're a family, they stick together and they're a bunch of bad bitches. They're beautiful. And their brand is beauty. Their brand is clothing. Their their brand is makeup. Their brand is just it's luxury. It's a it's a an Armenian princess situation going on over there in Calabasas. So oh, it's just very sad. It is very sad. It is very sad because Jordan. Mm, I really like Jordan. Jordan was like the really the only the the only friend of the family that I really really like. I'm not I don't like Malika as much as I like Jordan. I don't like Larsa as much as I like Jordan. I don't even think I like Larsa at all. There's a few other people that actually work with the Kardashians and, and have um work with their brands and have become really close friends with them, but those are not the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about the authentic friendships and Jordan, I was just all for Jordan. I was all for Jordan's glow up. I was all for Jordan's everything about Jordan. My gosh, she's just stunning. And her glow up was so real. And I was just so happy for her. But God damn it. God damn it. It is like being at the Super Bowl. And you're right there. You're right there. Almost in the end zone. And it's about time. To get that touchdown, and this is it. This is fourth and whatever. This is the last chance. And uh, quarterback throws the ball, and it right right out of the hands slips right through the grip of the player, and and on onto the field goes the ball. It's a wrap. There is no trophy. You have lost the Super Bowl. This is exactly how I felt. I think I'm mourning. In the same way that I mourned the Eagles losing the Super Bowl in 2005. Because I was just rooting for Jordan. 
rooting for Jordan to just win and to go all the way and just to even for her and Kylie to continue to be best friends and for her to branch off and just to do her own thing and then to have the Kardashians backing you girl what do you know what you've done you have god damn it I'm so disappointed how does one redeem themselves from this bullshit I have no idea I could think about it all night I don't think I'll ever know oh my god I feel sick I can't believe it. Off the subject, because I can't take it anymore. I just can't take it anymore. I can't. Um, here's here's something that we didn't need to know. Okay. Uh Tamara, the Maori twins. Tamara decided that she was gonna share with us that she drinks tea's breast milk and says it's the best milk she's ever tasted. Um, why do you think? That the world needs to know that. It's, it's, mm-mm. Nah, we good. We're good. We don't need to know. We absolutely don't need to know that. I think that's absolutely disgusting. It's disgusting. Carl Lagerfeld died this week. He was everything to the fashion, fashion industry. He died at, I believe, how old was he? 81? I think he was 81 and here's the problem the wonderful German creative director fashion designer photographer artist car- caricaturist <laughs> left his fortune to his cat Yes, you heard right. To his cat. I am both disappointed and impressed. And I'm disappointed like I was going to get it. I wasn't going to get it, so it doesn't even freaking matter. But really? Your cat. He loved the cat so much, they say, that the cat has two bodyguards. Hmm. Very strange. I love my dogs and I love my cat, but it is never that serious. So she could possibly be her name is Chopin. She's a Beerman cat. I don't know what, what that even means, but she stands to inherit a hundred and million, okay, people, of his money. What in the world is going on when you leave your cat on your fortune? What about me? What happened? What did I do? But I'll tell you this. That cat actually, they said the cat actually made $2 million. The cat made $2 million because the cat was in um, a Japanese commercial and a commercial for cars. It's just very strange. The whole situation, everything's strange this week, guys. Everything's strange this week. The cat, the cat's going to get, the yeah, mm. cat's going to get all that money. What in the hell? What in the hell is going on? 
there's there's just a lot to cover, and I'm just trying to wrap my head around a few things. Just trying to wrap my head around a few things. I don't understand how you can leave all of that money to your cat. What the cat going to do? The cat can't spend the money. So who's going to spend the money for the cat? I will willingly, willingly spend the money for the cat. If only Car- Carl Lagerfeld knew my name and knew who I was, it would be possible. Oh, by the way, Wendy Williams is coming back to her show March the 6th. I know a lot of you thought that it was over, but it is not over. She is coming back. And please don't expect her to talk about her personal issues because it's not going to happen. You know Wendy doesn't talk about her personal issues like that. And we all know that her husband is cheating. We all know that her husband beat on her. We all know that her husband had the mistress living down the street in the same neighborhood. We also know that now she is pregnant and she is living down south because he just bought her a house. We know. Okay. Whoa. Okay, so let's talk about this. Whoa. Singer is accused, Singer R. Kelly is accused of raping a teen, 16, who was fed drugs and alcohol in his hotel, then leaving when her friend, 15, refused a threesome. Yo, this man is just one of the most disgusting human beings in the world. High school students he drugged. What is going on? I don't I don't know, people. Also, can we get into Real Housewives of New Jersey? Now, I hadn't been watching Real Housewives of New Jersey because at some point I thought it was boring. I was like, I'm not watching this. I think I don't think I have um paid attention to it in like three seasons, right? So <laughs> what caught my surprise was last week when they ended up going to Jennifer's 16th anniversary at her house, and Margaret and her husband Joe pushed Danielle's husband Marty in the pool. I've never seen that happen before in a housewives um franchise i was very happy i was like this is drama i love it i love it so i decided to watch the reunion don't get me wrong i have watched a little um a few episodes of um real housewives of new jersey but i (laughs) Teresa, Teresa. what Teresa's gonna try and do is pick up um those cards that andy usually asks questions on and she's going to um try and throw them at Jackie because Jackie's way smarter than her. And Teresa's upset because Teresa was trying to bully Melissa into getting Joe to come and see his father. And she said that um Melissa, who was her sister-in-law, she can control what her brother does and how her brother feels about certain things. But Melissa was like, I cannot control how he feels about certain things. Sometimes he flies off the handle. I can't control that. There's nothing that I can do about that. Well, Teresa begged to differ. And she continued to talk about this at a round table in front of people. It wasn't just her and Melissa. So Jackie was the smart one, as I would be as well, and say, well, you know what? You think she can control everything her husband does and how he feels and all that stuff? What about you? Could you have control what your husband did? And Teresa, Teresa got mad. Oh, this is family. No, no, baby. Wait a minute, bitch. Because what happened is you decided to bring it to the table. You could have pulled Melissa aside and had a conversation, but you wanted to bully her in, in public like you do all the time. And now Jackie is here 
to stick up for Melissa because no one else does. Dolores doesn't say anything. She kisses Teresa's ass all the time. Margaret has her mouth wide open. Um, Jennifer doesn't know what to say. And then you have um, Danielle doesn't know what to say either half the time. And she's Teresa's, like, boot-up best friend, too. So it's, it's, a, it's a hot mess. So Jackie decided to jump in and say that. But Teresa got mad because um, Melissa didn't take up for her as her sister-in-law. See, the problem is that Teresa believes that people should defend her and stand up for her because they have a certain title. But she doesn't reciprocate that. She doesn't treat Teresa, she doesn't treat Melissa like a sister-in-law. She treats her like fucking trash. Okay? So she treats her like trash and she thinks that she should then take up for her anytime something bad happens. And, and Melissa's not doing it anymore. She said at three, and I'm, you don't treat me right, so I'm not taking up for you anymore. Point blank, period. Um... Teresa says she was a New York Times bestseller and that Jackie is just a blogger. I want to make something very clear. Teresa is a New York Times bestseller, and what happens when you're a New York Times bestseller and how you um, come to be a New York Times bestseller is that you sell 9,000 books in a week, okay? After that, you cannot sell a book ever, and you're still a New York Times bestseller. So, apparently... Yeah, she's correct. She is a New York Times bestseller. She did not write her own book. She can barely say words correctly, and she doesn't know how to spell ingredients. And she has a cookbook, so that should tell you all you need to know about Teresa gloating about being a New York Times bestseller. Secondly, if it was not for this show, no one would know who Teresa was. She would just be a very rich housewife. Um, would she have gone to prison? Probably not. Would her husband have gone to prison? Probably not. But what got Teresa and her husband even investigated is the fact that she said, I don't like houses that people, um, other people have lived in. I want my house built from the ground. Um, the other thing is that she actually went to a furniture store and paid cash. I mean, the girl had just a wad of $20 bills. So that raises questions. It's on national television, television that raises questions. Okay. So that's another way that Teresa got herself in the mess that she was in. She said she didn't know what Joe was doing. I believe her because she's just that stupid. Okay. Now when Phaedra said she didn't know what Apollo was doing, I didn't believe that because, um, Phaedra's too smart for that. And she was lying anyway, but Teresa, yes, because she's stupid. Now, what I will say is I did feel bad for her. I did feel bad for the fact that she had to be away from her children and go to jail. But those are the consequences that you have to pay when you do things that are illegal and you are married to someone who is doing something illegal. So maybe this is her lesson. Maybe she'll pay more attention to what's going on around her, what's going on with her finances now. Maybe she'll be smarter because really she's the only working one. Her husband's going to be in jail for, I believe, eight years and he may just get deported and had to go back to Italy because he was never a citizen in the first place. His parents got their citizenship when he was a baby, but they didn't get him his. So he may have to go back to Italy. Okay. Now, Jacqueline is a lawyer and a blogger. Like I said, without this show, Jacqueline would still be a lawyer and a blogger. She would still make money from that. So for Teresa to sit and say the things that she says about Jacqueline, it's like the baby, 
If it wasn't for the show, you wouldn't have anything. And then she called Jackie a stalker because 10 years ago, people, 10 years ago, in 2009, Jackie showed up at a book signing and was very happy to see Teresa. Okay, fast forward 10 years later, Jackie is now on the show, so apparently she's a stalker. <sighs> My brain, excuse me, is turning to mush right now talking about Teresa and all the things that she thinks and her um, conspiracy theories and things of that nature. It's just very strange to me. Now, there was a remark made um, that was revealed last night that Jennifer's mother made. Jennifer is Turkish. Her family still participates in arranged marriages. And her, her, her brother is actually about to marry a woman that he only met one time. Now, she said that her mother told her or told her brother that you have sex with the American girls, but you don't bring one home. You bring home the Turkish girl. And that was offensive. I could see how it would be offensive. And a lot of people didn't take a liking to it. And I completely understand. I get it. Now, Jennifer has a problem because she's a pampered princess. She doesn't do anything. Her husband's super rich. I believe he's a plastic surgeon. She has this big house. Apparently, she has 16 bathrooms with a gold toilet. And her children play double dutch in the foyer. So, Jennifer has a lot to be grateful for. But Jennifer is not happy because her husband's never home. She's been married for 16 years. I'm sure he's been cheating on her. Um, a lot of those times and she doesn't have any talent. She doesn't know what to do. She doesn't have any social etiquette. She doesn't really have any friends. So this is her group of friends and she is, um, not fitting in too well because Margaret decided to take the girls to Oklahoma for a girl's trip. And the only thing Jackie did the whole time, I'm sorry, the only thing Jennifer did the whole time was complain. She complained about the cow. She complained about, quote-unquote, farmland. She complained, complained, complained. Because she would rather be in her big old house with her 16 bathrooms. But life doesn't work that way. And she could have stayed her ass home and not even joined the show. That's how I feel about it. Now, also, she got mad because Teresa's like a bodybuilder. And she was in a competition, and she did very well. So the girls decided to put their money together and buy her a piece of jewelry, a necklace, and it said strong. Well, Jennifer was a little upset because her brother owned a jewelry store, but she never said anything about the jewelry store and the girls getting jewelry from her brother. She got mad. She said it was ugly, and Margaret was offended by that. Teresa sat there like a bump on the log and looked around like she didn't know what was going on. But if someone gives me a gift and someone else insults my gift, I'm going to stand up for the people who bought the gift for me because it's rude. You don't say that what I have is ugly. You're being rude. Teresa said nothing. Margaret dug in Jennifer's ass. And then Jennifer proceeded to talk about her being a homewrecker. Now, technically, is Margaret a homewrecker? Yes. And... Margaret does not shy away from this fact. She does not lie about the affair that she had with her now husband, Joe. By the way, there's a lot of Joes on this show. I believe there's like three Joes. Teresa's husband, her brother's name is Joe, and then this Joe who is Margaret's husband. Now, Margaret had been having an affair with Joe for a year before she told her ex-husband that she was having an affair, and then they broke up. Now, a lot of people in the city knew about this, in the town, knew about this affair because the town is pretty small. Margaret's actually a millionaire, and she goes out to a lot of parties and things of that nature. So they knew. About time to tell your husband. So she did, and they broke up, and yada, yada, yada. She told us this the first time she appeared on the show. 
she just she talks about it. She doesn't shy away from it, but she doesn't talk about it often. She only talks about it when somebody else brings it up. Now, Jennifer decided that she was going to bring it up again, and then she also brought her mother into it, March Sr., which is Margaret's mother, and said that Margaret's mother was a homewrecker. Is she a homewrecker? Technically, yes, she is, because she also had an affair with a man for over, I guess, a decade. And I understand why Margaret got upset because her mother doesn't bother anybody. Even though this is the fact that her mother's a homewrecker, Mark Sr. does not bother anybody. She's a free spirit and she lives out loud just like her daughter, Margaret. But it is very true that she is also a homewrecker. Jennifer doesn't know how to be quiet, though. And that's the problem. Jennifer is a person who has no filter. She does not understand the American... Hmm. ways of socializing she doesn't understand that you have to have a filter but she always has her feelings hurt so I don't understand like you know what I mean like either she's pretending or she's just being a fucking asshole now Jennifer doesn't know how to control her children uh her children are very very spoiled and her husband came home one day and said that the children are spoiled I couldn't believe it because my thing is if your children are spoiled and you have a problem with the way your wife is raising your children, why don't you come home sometimes and help? Even though you're making a lot of money and you're making the, you're making the money in the home. And now Jennifer's going to be making some money too because she's on the show. How about you, you help your wife contribute to the raising of your children, to the nurturing of your children so they can be better people? I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I doubt that. And I understand um, they had a, a party, a 16-year anniversary party. And it was nice. It was very nice. But I'll tell you this. There's no doubt in my mind that that man's cheating on her. And I'm going to tell you why. First of all, he's never home. That's number one. Second of all, she's a pain in the ass. She's a pain in the ass. I don't, don't want to say that. And I don't want to make it seem like he has an excuse because it's, there's no excuse to cheat on your wife. But God damn it, it is what it is, what it is, what it is. I said it, and I said it, and I said it. And that's it. So, also wanted to touch on this really quick before I go. There is a show called Love and Marriage Huntsville comes on Saturdays after Ayala Fix My Life on OWN. It is one of the best shows on TV I think everybody should watch. Um, it's about three married couples. They are living in Huntsville, Alabama, which is an up-and-coming section of Alabama, and they're real estate people. And they're all trying to work together right now to start this thing called the comeback group that actually fell apart last time, but they're going to try it again because they're all friends. Now, these couples, I said there's three married couples, and they're all very different couples. We have Martel and Melanie. And um, Martel and Melanie are different. They're young. They're attractive. But Martel is, ding, 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 you guessed it, a cheater. He cheated before. He had a whole relationship, a whole girlfriend. And it's just, I want you to watch the show because it's actually painful to watch, but very juicy to watch the way he treats the situation. Um, His friends didn't know that he had an affair, but his wife actually hints to it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And then we have um, 
Marcel, I believe it's Marcel. Marcel and Kimmy. I like Kimmy. Kimmy's older. And Kimmy's the type of person that is no nonsense. But I also think she has it out for Melanie. She does not like Melanie. I don't know why she doesn't like Melanie. But, um... They don't work. They don't work well together. Okay, she says she's bougie, and she don't like her. Melanie's bougie. <laughs> then you have the other young lady who is Mar Marcel, and oh my God, Letitia. Whew. So Marcel and Letitia are a married couple, and. Letitia stays home with the kids. Marcel also works in real estate. The problem is that Letitia now wants to work. I believe they have like five kids. They have a lot of children. Their youngest is about three years old. The problem is that Marcel is very misogynistic. He's an asshole. Um, she actually approached her husband and said something to him about, you know, why'd you let me get my real estate license if you didn't want me to work? And he said, oh, it was just for fun. Are you fucking kidding me? So I just want y'all to check that out and, 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 and decipher that whole situation and the relationships of the love and marriage Huntsville, Alabama cast yourself and see how you like it. It's a really good show. Again, it comes on at 10 o'clock after Anyala Fix My Life on OWN. Okay? So check that out. See how you like it. I'm still distraught. I think I need a glass of wine. I'm distraught over Jordan. Jussie... I'm not so distraught over Jesse, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm not so distraught because people have been talking about this for a while, for a few days, saying that it was a lie. So I was on the fence about it, and I knew that it was a possibility. This whole thing with Jordan fumbling the bag like she did, I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that one could be so dumb over dick. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm just shocked. I'm very shocked. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Growth and Glow Ups. I'm sure some fuckery will ensue. It's only Thursday. And if it does, I'll be back to talk about it. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.